Good morning. The core of the Buddha's teaching is the Four Noble Truths. Four truths about reality. They're noble. They are the truths of the noble ones. They're the truths that make those people who understand them noble because of their understanding. All four of the truths relate to the concept of dukkha, or suffering. That's why they're noble. Because they accomplish a noble goal. The goal of freeing one from suffering. They relate to what is truly important, valuable, precious. And that is peace and happiness and freedom from suffering. Suffering is a word that we can use to describe all the problems that might ever arise. Something's a problem because it relates to suffering. If it didn't relate to suffering, it wouldn't really be a problem. So it's an important word. It's the word that we need to pay attention to, keep our attention on. The Buddha said, Suffering is to be fully understood. Parinyaya. And that's just it, that suffering isn't fully understood. It's not that we can't escape suffering, it's that we can't understand it. We don't understand it. In fact, our understanding is often very much focused on escape, avoidance, elimination. How can we get rid of suffering? Because our understanding of suffering is on a very rudimentary level, generally. There are four, four ways of understanding suffering. Mostly we tend to understand it in the first way. The first way of understanding is understanding suffering. Is as we call dukkha vedana 
dukkha, painful or suffering. Vedana means feeling. A, a painful feeling, not suffering. Maybe mental pain, maybe physical pain. That's suffering. How do we get rid of it? It sounds right. It sounds like how we should understand suffering. No? If we didn't have any painful or mental or physical feelings, that would be great. The problem isn't that it's wrong. The problem is that it's simplistic. It belies a lack of understanding. A paucity of understanding, a limited understanding. Because if all you see is Dukkha Vedana, then all you'll do is try to run away and escape suffering, find ways to avoid it. Of course, the answer is simple. Fix it. Remove it. Avoid it. Escape it. And so we spend all our time trying to avoid suffering. We build up habits of avoidance. We build up defense mechanisms and structures that keep us protected from suffering. Spend a lot of our lives, a lot of our time afraid of suffering. And if we're lucky or good or Oh, good karma we can for some time avoid suffering it appears that that's the solution find a way to live that allows you to avoid the problem but as Buddhist meditators we know this isn't sustainable the second way to understand suffering is called Dukkha Sabhava Sabhava means Sabhava means something that has existence Existential phenomenon A thing that really exists But here the meaning is that Suffering is an inescapable reality It's there, it exists It is, no matter how you try to run from it no matter how tr how much you try to make it so it isn't, it is. We try to avoid pain and suffering. We still get sick. We still get old. We still die. We still get hungry and thirsty. We still get afraid and disappointed. Avoiding suffering is not only unsustainable, unpredictable, it's also incomplete and unsuccessful. We don't really realize how much we suffer, 
how much how much we limit our state of peace and happiness how limited is our peace of mind you don't realize until we take up the practice of observing developing our minds observing reality and developing wisdom and when we do that then we we come to see suffering more clearly we come to see that this is a part of a life it's unavoidable this is actually the reason Dukkha Sabha was the a main reason why people come to practice meditation, religion, spirituality. They can't figure out a way to free themselves from suffering, so they turn to more spiritual practices. Often spiritual practices designed to facilitate avoidance. Right? Many meditation practices are just to get away from the suffering. So still in the frame of mind that it's just Dukkha Vedana, something you can avoid if you figure out how. But when people become desperate, suffering is so great they, they realize they can't avoid it or else they have a keen insight and understanding. If, if people have, someone has some kind of high-mindedness to understand this isn't the right way avoiding isn't the right way running away from suffering isn't the right way it's not sustainable if they, re if they get the sense get this sense either from experience or from introspection it's a major reason why someone might look for a better way rather than avoid suffering how can i understand it how can i free myself from its power A big part of the Buddhist path, the path of purification, is this shift from trying to run away from suffering to letting go of our concern about suffering. Letting go of our concern about whether we feel pain or don't feel pain. Whether things are the way we want or not the way we want. Rather than trying to always get what we want, the shift to letting go of wanting, placing the blame back on our desire. And a big part of the fruit of the practice is the realization of true happiness not through escaping suffering, but by changing the way we look at it and realizing true peace beyond what we ever thought possible irrespective of our experiences regardless of whether we feel pain or have unpleasant thoughts or memories 
This is the third type of understanding. Dukkha-lakana. Once we begin to practice spirituality, we've come to see that there must be a better way. And we come to see that it has nothing to do with what we experience. Having realized that Suffering is an unavoidable part of experience. We come to realize that it really isn't about whether I experience this or that at all. Suffering is simply a part of our tendency to cling to things, our tendency to misunderstand where and how happiness is found, peace is found. So we're, we realize we're just biased towards this or that experience when in fact that bias is the problem. Not that we don't get what we want, but that we want and like and dislike in the first place. Dukkalakana is the understanding that comes only through spirituality that Suffering is a characteristic of all things. In the sense that it doesn't matter what you're referring to. All phenomenon can cause us pain and suffering. Not because of their nature exactly, but because of our misunderstanding of their nature, that it's worth clinging to, that some benefit comes from clinging from craving, from bias, right? There's nothing wrong really with, with reality. What's wrong is how we understand it, misunderstand it. The idea that we can gain something, the idea that somehow it's going to satisfy us. when a meditator realizes that it's a characteristic of all things their perception of things shifts and they begin to let go they begin to fly to free themselves from the clinging to this or that experience constant bouncing around pushing, pulling That's the third type of understanding that we get through meditation that causes us to let go. And the fourth is when the mind lets go. The fourth understanding is called Dukkha Satcha, the truth of suffering. The truth of suffering it refers to the realization that nothing is worth clinging to. Dukkalakana is that all, all, all of experience, it's not, it's not one experience or another, it's our relationship to experience that causes suffering. And when you see that clearly enough, there is one moment, Dukkha Satcha, the truth of suffering when it hits you, 
It's the culmination of this practice of creating understanding and clarity of mind. When one realizes just in a moment that nothing's worth clinging to. It's the natural evolution of the natural consequence of observ observing how clinging causes suffering. That there comes a moment where the mind is free of any kind of craving or clinging to anything. Realizing that craving is the cause of suffering. Nothing is worth clinging to. Clinging is the problem. And the mind lets go. All it takes is that one moment. And that, that is the truth of suffering. That's the path that leads to freedom from suffering. That is the moment when one becomes an enlightened being, a noble being. That is the, the essence of the Buddhist teaching, the basis of the Four Noble Truths. So, four types of suffering, something for us to, any meditator should be aware of this, this distinction, getting a sense of what we mean when we talk about suffering and where we're headed. What is the goal? What is the path? Also a useful teaching for non-meditators to understand that the way we look at suffering is often simplistic, ineffective, and a big part of the problem. Not that we can't free ourselves from suffering, but that in trying to free ourselves from suffering, we only cause more problems for ourselves. So that's the Dhamma for this morning. Thank you.